Hello, everybody. Welcome Hi. to episode 23 of the Hot Podcast. To my left and right, and all-encompassing vicinity is my good friend Maggie. Hello. I am everywhere and nowhere all at once. And I am your lovely, modest host, Trucy. Together, we are the hot cast, because oh. the pot is gone, because Ashley took it with her to British Columbia. Of all three of us, I feel like <laughs> you and I are the only ones who do pot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're the pot cast. Yeah. And Ashley has taken the hot away. <laughs> so we're eating cold soup. Or we sorry, cold... water that hasn't even been cooked. It's just <laughs> in the pot. Oh, I miss hot pot so much. The inconvenience of Asian cultures and the familial sharing of food setting being the least social distancing you can ever do. Yeah. <laughs> ever. <laughs> While you all dig your disgusting hands into a giant steaming pot of... We don't actually do that. That's gonna hurt you. <laughs> Please we don't use... stick your hands we... in a hot we... pot. <laughs> we use ladles. We use ladles and tongs and whatchamahoozits. So how have you been, Maggie? I've been okay. Just just alright. <laughs> I started practicing pescatarianism, right? Like... Oh shit! I used to do that. It's mm. uh it's fun. Fish yeah. is good. Fish is delicious. And uh it makes me feel better because meat makes me kinda like bleh. Oh, like, I get that. Meat right? is, like, really fucking disgusting. When you It's gross. Like, when you don't eat meat, and mm. then you eat it after a long time of not eating it, it's like, why would I put this in my body? That's what it feels like, right? It's like, because yeah. we make a, an Arabic dish called Waratawali, where it's just like, you take grape cool. leaves straight off the vine. Sorry, you wrap rice and, like, meat, this, like, I don't know, this mixture inside of them, or you steam them. And they're really good, but there's a way to make them vegetarian. Never liked the vegetarian ones. Always had meat my whole life. Had one after like two months of practicing this shit. And uh -huh. I was like, ew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Fucking... grody, dude. What is this? Yeah. I think it was mostly just because of me being poor, but <laughs> I had a very long, a long period of time where I was just like, no meat, no meat at all. But, like, there's some good HK foods you fucking need meat for. Like, mm. if you don't have meat, it, like, if you don't have that good uh, barbecue pork, like how the, like, Chinese barbecue shops do it, you're not living. You're just not. It's, it's... My, 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 my grandmama, my mama, on my stepmother's side she would stop by the supermarkets and bring home like a little styrofoam container of just packed with slices of of that barbecue pork and she's like i know you love it so i made sure to get some for you when i when i went out and she is precious i love her and and but what's awful is that my family would get those slices to add as like a side dish for dinner to go with our rice but me being a 10 year old would just go and eat all the pork and then there'd be like half the amount left for dinner it's like where did all the pork go and then i run away it's like it's like my dad's freeze-dried shrimp in the basement like <laughs> yeah you just eat like a yeah snack. that that shrimp like it, it does not it does not survive for longer than a day I find it, and it's mine. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's always the case with food. Like, oh, what's that? You bought something with this purpose in mind? Idiots! Yeah. Uh, See, the trick is to have ingredients that are not delicious raw. Like, when I'm gonna make stir-fry, um, I'm just gonna wash this broccoli and chop up this yummy broccoli. And then I wash the broccoli, and I'm like... Hmm, just a little piece of broccoli in my mouth to go crunch crunch wouldn't hurt. And then mm -hmm. by the time I've 
I've regained consciousness. I'm just covered in I'm just covered in hollandaise sauce and sriracha. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what happened? And I'm in a bathtub full of broccoli and just soy sauce and oyster sauce. Wow. I just I just got lost. I just I just get lost in the sauce, you know. Wow. Getting lost in the sauce. That, listen, that's pretty relatable content. I don't know. I'm saying getting all mm. getting all lost in the sauces. So Ashley's not here with us today. Yeah, Ashley's uh, Ashley's gonna be MIA for a little bit, fam jam. She went home to her planet of Korea, and now that she'll is... be. <laughs> that's a callback for you, <laughs> for you eagle-eared listeners. Do eagles have ears? All birds have ears, but they have like holes. They have like ear holes. Have you ever seen frog ears? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah those are. That's not related to anything we were talking about, but I just wanted to bring it up that frogs have ears and they are weird. Weird <laughs> frog ear. <laughs> I've been experimenting with a myriad of new styles Ooh. for my art, and it's been very fun. I've been doing. I've been making a regular habit of life drawing. Not been breaking the chain, and been doing very well. Very satisfying. Very happy. It all eventually goes back to my uh, classic Mega Man, uh, Osamu Tezuka, big big happy eyes style. It's it's good. I, but I like experimenting and like trying out new things, doing all wonky shape peoples and then i tried this one too very it's cute. fun she's my muse i haven't had a muse in a little while and then no i've been talking to lake more often and because of it uh i've been more interested in drawing my ocs and yeah um, i miss them and i'm having a lot of fun streaming oc creation things because uh oh, fuck yeah holy ravioli dude like um Literally the last two times I streamed, I ended up doing- I just making OCs, and I was like, Whoa, I can just do that? Fuck! Yeah, it's fun! I've been reading this book. It's Michael Hampton's Figure Drawing, Design, and Invention. Hmm. And it's written, like, for idiots. Like me. <laughs> An idiot. And it has very practical explanations on, like, the thought process behind figure drawing, and the timing of a drawing, symmetry and asymmetry, and it has a bunch of nice examples of gestures and stuff. Wow. And I suck at figure drawing, so I've just been having this by my side and along with my regular life drawing sessions now, and it's good. Drawing is fun. And I'll get to a point where I just have this pages and pages full of gestures, and I've turned them all into... OCs, and then I look at the clock, and it's been like two hours, and I forget that I can get so engrossed in art like this. Mm -hmm. It's been a while since that has happened, and I had some really good weed chocolate. It's like a really damn good chocolate bar, and it's like melt in your mouth chocolate. <gasps> like it doesn't even like you don't even taste the weed. It just it's just good ass chocolate. And then you get high. So it's kind of perfect. It's called Trailblazer, for those of you who want to know, and are in the Toronto area. So yeah, art and weed. And, um, near. Near? Yeah. The the newest content in mm. Final Fantasy fourteen online is mm -hmm. a crossover with Near Automata, with the music, remixed it like the Final Fantasy prelude mixed in with like key songs in near, and it sounds fucking peak. Cool. All of these raids incorporate battle mechanics from near. So like, yeah, you're still playing Final Fantasy fourteen, but the enemies are like using the near battle system. So good. I mean, it sounds it, fucking neat, dude. I love this video game. It's very, it's very good uh, attention to detail for their crossovers, where it's just it just blurs the line between fourteen and the material that they're 
crossing over with. Was that our weeks? Are we done our weeks? <laughs> I guess. All right. Guess so. Okay. That was our weeks. Now, I have news. Would you like yeah. to hear about my news? Sure. Hit it. Let's go. <clears throat> Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, you know, that game, has a new character on June 18th. Media Tonic announced during the Summer Games Fest 2021 kickoff that um, fucking 2B from Nier Automata mm. is um is in the game. So you can you can buy the outfit of the black dress, white hair, and blindfold. You can now become 2 Bean, Yorha Type Two Unit Bean. <laughs> but but. Fall Guys does the minion shapes, right? Yes, they are bean shapes. They they are not minions because minions are cursed. <laughs> and I mean, they're pretty cursed. Fall Guys is better than that. Uh, I don't actually you know, know anything about Fall Guys, but Two B is in it, so it can't be that bad. Yeah, but then sorry, because I'm imagining Two B, and I think of the big old skirt. That's how I see it. Yeah, and a giant bean ass. Massive bean ass. Well. So, nice work, Fall Guys. No one said you could, but but you sure showed us. <laughs> we weren't looking for this, but now that we have it, I guess we'll keep it. I guess we will. So, one of the hottest, sexiest manga and anime series of our lifetime Jujutsu Kaisen is on hiatus due to Gege Akutami's health so we wish we wish Akutami a restful time off and look forward to the next chapter Shonen Jump shared on Twitter along with a handwritten note from the creator himself the latest chapter of the manga ran with unfinished panels signifying to some fans that Akutami might be t planning a break the cause of the creator's ailment is unclear, with the automated English translation of the Japanese Shonen Jump tweet citing poor physical condition. In their statement, as translated by unofficial accounts, Akutami said that, uh, quote, it's not any serious illness, and that their, quote, mental health is completely fine, so do not worry about it. Um, I pray to sweet God that he's okay. Especially mm -hmm. after hearing the news that uh, Kentaro Miura uh, passed away. Yeah. We cannot lose another one. <laughs> Not so fast. Please wait at least another three years before, at anybody, least. before anybody gets sick and gets hurt. At least three years. Like, Alright, Maggie, do you have uh, things you want to share with the class? I do. I do have... Uh, a dead lizard I'd like to share with the class. Excuse it's me? It's right here. <laughs> you matched oh. I held <laughs> Just a real, like, dead animal. Like, Maggie, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, you can't bring that into the... Can't bring that into the... Into the, into the studio that we absolutely have. IGN was showcasing their uh, Summer of Gaming showcase, in which they played through and introduced a bunch of new games uh, that were coming to PC and gen consoles um, in the next couple of years, or by the end of the year, etc, etc. And uh, Blacktail is the only one that I gave a shit about. So it is a new first-person adventure game based off of the mythical Baba Yaga. It's coming to PC and new gen consoles. It stars a young Baba Yaga who has been branded a witch and an outcast. The reveal trailer opens up with storybook narration, swiftly fades into grittier first-person gameplay with a focus on archery. Ayo! So um, <laughs> most of the actual play style of the game is uh, protecting, presumably, missing children. Or taking them, I don't know. But there are missing children in the play style, in the play trailer. Yeah, so it looks really cool, and the thing is, there's a bunch of, like, not brand name, but a bunch of big name horror uh, veterans who are going to be working on this title, and that's why I'm heckin' excited for it. The former developers from the game such as Layers of Fear. Oh shit, that's a good one. I know. Blair I like Witch. That one. 
Observer, and The Medium. I've only ever played the first one. Spe spectacular. Um, but yeah, so so I'm really excited to see where it goes. Because uh, the, the quote that they have on this article is, In our projects, we strive to achieve a state of perfect balance between enjoyable gameplay and a rich narrative experience. And... Um, Hell yeah, because if you can give me ambient horror that's done really well, I'm fucking ready, fam jam. Yeah, I I recently saw a it's a it's a new demo for an alien abduction horror called They Are Here, oh. and alien abduction scary as fuck. And the the streamer Vinny I was watching echoed the same thoughts of the the the, the problem with with that game was that like. You have to build up tension slowly over the course of the over the course of the experience. If you're in like an hour through and you already know what the alien looks like or the big monster looks what looks like, you've already kind of like hit your cap on how spooked you can get. I think eh. for something that thrives off of like the mystery and the unknown. If you showcase your monster, if I know what your monster looks like, that's fine. Provided that I don't know what it can do, or I'm still like put in a position where I feel helpless. Because it's like, hey, your monster is a man whose eyes are a little bit too wide and his mouth goes a little bit too far back. Like, uncomfortable, but not scary. Yeah. But nothing you do can stop him from grabbing you. Oh, and all you it, like, it follows? Yeah, right? It follows so is great. That's a really good example of a horror movie that showcases the monster immediately. It's not necessarily scary, but the premise of it and the, the what your mind does to build up the narrative of the horror, that's the horror. It's it's giving the viewer the like mental leeway to imagine their own nightmares because I feel yeah. like that's where the majority of the work comes from. In Silent Hill 3 specifically with Heather at the very like end or like halfway through, they introduce you to this cult sequence and it's this whole idea of they're trying to summon a god. And the way they talk about the god is very much like cult worship, right? They are like, oh, it's benevolent, like he'll bring fire to end our et cetera, et cetera. Scary, yeah. spooky, but like not really anything particularly too far from the cult thing. So what makes that scary is like the idea that you cannot stop it from being summoned. That is yeah. the scary part of that. And then in Zero, very similarly, Cult trying to bring back an old dead god, but they do it, and you get to fight the god, and you get to see it, and because he's so easily beaten, it's trash, it's nothing, it's like whatever. Yeah. But then there's a sequence directly after where you're running through the a version of the town that's basically like a children's map that you, you collect, and you basically have to like run through it, and it's the... Disor oh my god, it's the disorientation of trying to figure out where the fuck to go on this child's map versus like running away from this creature that is a one-hit kill at that point. Like it gets you, you're done. And the disorientation makes it scary, regardless of how many times you do it. Because it gets frustrating, but it's not more frustrating than it is scary. Yeah. It's really I, good. I think horror games should always have like a little bit shitty controls. Because it adds to the flavor. <laughs> but not too shitty. Because Silent Hill 1 is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it's got those tank controllers. Trash. Yeah, tank, tank, tank controls are absolutely like shitty for a reason. Because mm -hmm. if you could flawlessly escape whatever is chasing you, it wouldn't be as, as scary. You have to be a little bit shitty. Yeah. Because, or this is just me reaching. But it's also like kind of like a simulation of oh no i'm so spooked i'm shitting my pants i can't <laughs> run properly because i'm so scared hmm. like that you know you feel i do feel so i mean don't get me wrong i do like the idea of not showing the monster but i feel like if you still show the monster you can absolutely still make it scary you just have to do it right i love the slow draw out of of tension and even better, if I never get to see what the big bad monster looks like, because that's just even worse. Yeah. It's so easy to fuck it up if you show 
what the big spooky man looks like. Huh. Yeah. I think the ocean is fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like... It's the ocean. If you don't go out on the ocean, you're fine. It's not like, oh, the ocean will come to your room and get you in the middle of the night. <laughs> like, you, no. you don't know that. <laughs> you're right, I don't know that. My you goodness. don't fucking know that. Jason. Jason? Jason. Jason. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. That's okay. Oh, um, let me also introduce this next bit of gaming news that people have probably heard of because it's quite large. Okay. Um, EA Games. Get hacked. Um, oh, so, shit. That's yeah. not cool. No. Uh, so the giant EA publishing has been hacked and source code was stolen for such wonderful games as FIFA 21 and um, or the Frostbite game engine used as a base for many other high-profile games was also stolen from. The source code was taken uh, news of the hack was first reported by news site Vice, which said some 780 gigabytes of data was stolen, which is quite the fucking number, fam. Um, Jesus. EA said, it's in the game, uh, said that no player data had been stolen in the breach. So that's <laughs> kind of nice. EA said it's in the game. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they said that no, no player data had been breached, and there is no risk to players... Um, but I do distinctly remember seeing stuff about, like, Sims information being stolen, and all oh. I could think was, uh, let me see, um, we're investigating the recent incident on the intrusion into our network where limited in, uh, amounts of game source code and related tools were stolen, an EA spokesperson said in a statement. No player data was accessed, and we have no reason to believe that any risk to our players' privacy uh, the company said it was already improved security and started that stated that it did not expect an impact on our games or our business. Law enforcement has also been contacted. The network intrusion was not a randomware attack and had happened recently, EA added. In its report, Vice said that it had screenshots of hacking forms used by the attackers who were advertising the stolen data for sale. Oh. So this anonymous little group of hackers went out the way and they grabbed a bunch of shit. Now they're selling it on the black market. But um, Juicy. Do not do crimes. Unless you're gay. Then you can be gay and do crimes. And you can do so many crimes. But like, not the bad ones. Do the cool ones. You're gonna have to specify. <laughs> That's up to you to decide. What? <laughs> what do you think is a cool crime? What do you think is a bad crime? <laughs> Let's go. Let's, I think let's a bad crime is, like, burning an orphanage. What's a good crime? Shoplifting at Walmart. <laughs> I was literally thinking the same thing. That's so funny. Steal from the rich. They're not real people. You ever seen Mr. Mart? Walter Mart. <laughs> Walter Mart. Uh, Mr. Walter Mart, I, ha I have your child here. Um, Wallace Mart. Do you think... Actually, I know people name their kids like Walter Jr. and stuff. I don't understand. Why would you do that? Because they hate their kid. Anyways, it's weird to name your kid after yourself. That's weird. <laughs> don't do that. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, that might be like a stupid millennial thought. If you're if you're an old piece of shit and your name is Walter William IV, Esquire or something... Uh, let let us know how your life is, buddy. I'd like to know. But if your name isn't Walter William Esquire the Fourth, then I don't give a fuck about your life. It's true. It's true. Why would we? Snatched asshole. Is that what it is? There's only two names in the world. Snatched asshole. And then Walter William Esquire the Fourth. It's true. You ever seen a Walter and a William together in one room? Yes, That's... it's the same person. <laughs> exactly. Just saying. You can think about what they teach you in school these days. I'm so <laughs> fucking tired. Let's take some questions. <laughs> okay, sounds good. I'm just rambling at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you are, Tuesday. Hmm.
What are your favorite non-game related hobbies? I really like drawing. Well, yes. We're both we this is a drawing podcast. <laughs> uh Okay, well, for all of our non-visual listeners, which is all of them, uh, I really yes. like to draw. I like to... You said favorite? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I like to draw a lot, and I really like listening to new music genres. It's, like, one of my favorite things. That's pretty fucking rad. I, yeah. um... Drawing is good. What else do I? Oh yeah, I, I um before uh, before the world that I lived in became a pandemic world, mm-hmm. I liked to climb things with my teeth. I did a lot of <laughs> yes, I did a lot of I did a lot of physical fitness, worked out a lot, got buff as shit. Maggie, you've seen my my muscles. I have. I've definitely been there when you're like, look at my abs, and then like pull up your shirt and. Well, yeah. And then, <laughs> oh no, where did this puddle come from? Listen, what am I gonna say, buff girls? Be- because I'm hot! It's true! And my back muscles were like fucking fire. Yeah, you got a very nice back. Yeah! Muscle. It's very, you got a very That's nice That's what back. happens when you, like when you blast Mega Man music and jump on shit for like hours straight. <laughs> I'm imagining like Mario, like 2D side score, like yeah. That's me. That's exactly what. It, that's why parkour is fun. But now I'm like, I don't want to touch anything outside ever because it could have the mega herpes on it. I could get the. I could catch the super cancer, and now it's scary. I'm gonna need to carry hand sanitizer with me everywhere if I want to decide to climb things, which I should have been doing in the first place, anyways. But now that I am aware of pandemic things, it's scary. I mean, I mean, I'll still do it. I'll still go back to licking doorknobs like I usually do. Uh, disclaimer: the Hot Podcast does not support licking doorknobs or any outdoor surfaces yeah. that are not yours. Yeah, that's disgusting. Don't do that. Also, don't lick your phone. Like, obviously, don't lick your phone. But like, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm guilty of having licked my phone, but I also clean my phone regularly, so it's not like... Okay, well, you're you're safe then. Mm. But if you, like, don't clean your phone, that's, like, the worst thing you can lick. And you can lick a lot of bad things. Like, a lot. For real? Yeah. You know, a little bit too much information. <laughs> Are we gonna go to the sex corner? No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> I wish it was a sex thing. <laughs> this is worse. Um... <laughs> When I was a young, stupid, little, potato-brained toddler girl, I had this weird, intense need to prove that I was not femme by any nature. So, I would do fucking gross shit all the time, because it made me feel more mask. So what I would do at school, when I was a young, stupid, ignorant child... I would like hang out with my friends on the uh, the playground, and they'd be like, "Haha, Maggie, lick your shoe," and I'd be like, "Yeah, idiot, fuck you." And I would like take off my shoe and lick the sole of it after running around on a playground with a bunch of other children for hours at a time. And I got to a point where people in class would be like, "Lick this," and I'd be like, "Sure," and they'd be like, "You," and I'm like, "You did something to that. I don't care." But I never got sick. So it was your determination. It gave you power armor. That's what it was. <laughs> How can I do? Yeah, I'm kind of a badass. No, uh, <laughs> I was fucking gross. But I also used to eat worms and crayons. So like, oh my God, could have been could have been a lot worse. Damn. Yeah. Don't lick things. Yeah. That aren't meant to be licked. Obviously. All right. I want to get into Final Fantasy. Where should I start? I just feel I just feel like if you really want to get into Final Fantasy, don't. <laughs> just don't. My god. Add Trucy as a friend on any social network and ask her why you should get into Final Fantasy. Go ahead. I dare you. <laughs> you will regret it. 
Probably six. <laughs> six is a fucking amazing Final Fantasy. Or three. Three is really good. Specifically the for the DS, yeah, like the DS and PSP remakes, not the super, not the mm -hmm. Famicom game, because don't like just don't. That game is a fuck shit ass mess on the original. It's not good. It's really bad. Ten is also really fun, and also Ten like is it doesn't very lose. Good. Yeah, the remakes are especially good, and you can get rewarded for all of the fucking bullshit they put you through on the original PS2 version, so worth it. Yeah, there's um there's frequent sales for Final Fantasy games. I would definitely recommend 10. 10 is a very good one if you like religion as a theme in your media. And um children being drawn extremely hot because Japan look at the first scene of when Riku shows up like what is that what why why uh, is that because Square Enix went we don't support gay rights but we do we do support gay awakenings so uh, here you go Bonkers. Okay, my recommendation is six, three, uh, five is incredibly good. Ten, not eight. Don't, don't fucking play eight. That game's not good. Doesn't my love eight? I don't think my actually loves eight. I think it's like a Stockholm Syndrome thing. <laughs> I don't think anyone actually likes that game. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I re-listened to an older podcast and she straight up went, Eight's the best! And I was like, oh. Weird. Well, she's wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. And of course. I wouldn't recommend 14 if you want to get into Final Fantasy. Because it's very much a black sheep and it doesn't play like any other Final Fantasy. Because it's MMO combat. But um, it's a damn good MMO. And from a writing perspective, it's definitely one of the best Final Fantasy stories ever written. With the best music. But um, I'll always say 6 is number 1 for me. Because... It's, it's fucking perfect. Six is fucking perfect. That game's so good. Every passing day that I think about Six is like I, I get more and more appreciation for it and the things that it does. It rounds out every main character's arc and story and they all have meaning and like a good message. And wow. it's it's good. That's pretty intense. It's one of the... I, I've talked about it before on the podcast. But one of my favorite... Like... I wouldn't even say tropes because it almost never happens. Is what if the heroes just straight up couldn't do it? What if they just couldn't win? And then you get to see what happens when evil wins. And it's like... Oh, how would this hero react to losing? And watching their, uh, like their home get destroyed, what would happen? What would happen? Isn't that interesting? Uh, from my my Palestinian perspective, not a lot. <laughs> not a lot's gonna happen. I'll tell you. Well, I mean, I mean, if you want to go in that direction, <laughs> if you want to go in the being salty at countries that have destroyed our homelands. That's all I'm good at. Direction. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm good at. Uh, yes. Six is good. Play six. I'm gonna stop talking about Final Fantasy now. <laughs> I could make- <laughs> I could just have a separate Final Fantasy cast. 
Trucy, this entire podcast is a separate Final Fantasy cast. It's true. It's the reason why I have Trucy's Eorzea Corner, where we go to Eorzea mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in my corner. Now that sounds like innuendo. And you learn about the shit I've been playing. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite console or handheld accessory? You know, like the fucking things you stick on your system like a weird tumor. We are talking about gaming stuff, right? Not like yeah. my Razer flip phone. Um, <laughs> My Razer flip phone? Damn, and it can run like God of War. <laughs> it can run Doom for sure. <laughs> um, favorite console or accessory? Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So just accessories. Um. Yeah. Like like the Wii gun. You know the Wii crossbow thing. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the, <laughs> the I... nunchuck. We got the uh, we got the Nintendo Entertainment System DDR pad thing. I guess, unironically, it's got to be well for the PlayStation Two, the DDR pad because that's oh, the thing. Well, yeah. I got. Well, you know what? Actually. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta be the DDR pad, because, yo, I fucking played the shit out of some PlayStation 2 DDR. Yeah, it's, um, there, there's no competition. It's the, it's the zapper for the NES. Like, that, like, it's the little gun that uses the CRT, like, light. Mm. Split, light, light spaces to register hits, I guess? And it was that and Duck Hunt with the gun on the CRT. And it was so like, it felt like magic when I first used that because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But I looked down the sights and I pressed the shoot and I, I shoot the duck. It's like, it's like a real animal murder, but video game. So it's better. So, so then I bought an NES with Duck uh. Hunt and the gun. Mm-hmm. And it's great. It's very fun. I could never get accessories like that to work because I I don't know if it was the type of TV we had or if it was the actual setup for like the CRT piece, but um, truly could never get them to work. The first time we used the PlayStation Move, uh, oh god, was literally the first time it ever worked for me. The PlayStation I, Move is like oh yeah, oh the, yeah, like like what is that shape? What were they thinking? They were thinking, I'm gonna go home and have a fun time. <laughs> you just got, you just put that in, in your whole asshole. It's a Hitachi wand. Oh yeah, it is. No it's absolutely exactly what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking, but the Connect was also a fucking shit show. So that entire gen was just a mess. Oh, the Connect was such a good bad time. I bought Dan Central 1 and 2, and it was fucking good, okay? Like, it was a, and that was a solid game. And if the, if the Kinect wasn't so fucking trash, I'd still be playing them. Yeah. Alright, that's it for that question. <laughs> Do you want to take one more? Okay. Has, has there been a game in a series that was so good from the rest of the franchise that it irrevocably changed the rest of the series for the worse? Yes. It's called Monster Hunter World. It's called every Monster Hunter game. Have you played old Monster Hunter? That game sucks. That game's fucking trash. If, if you... And if you're a Monster Hunter fan, you can't fight this. That game sucks to play. Like, for almost its entire lifespan, this game has played, like, on a primitive level. It, in, it, 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 there's so many things wrong with Monster Hunter when you try to play it. If you want to open up your item menu and use a potion, 
you have to hold down shoulder button and then use your your d-pad buttons to or you have to use you have to hold down shoulder button and then use the face buttons to toggle through your item and <laughs> you can't you can't bring up a menu no if you want to get materials to make armor or weapons you have to and i shit you not walk up to the to the gathering spot halt all movement if you are not completely still it won't do it and then you have to press a and then wait for a like 20 second long animation of your character meticulously gathering like herbs or some shit and this is for every gathering thing and you do this a lot it is part of the core gameplay loop monster like hunter before world is like for crazy people <laughs> like it's fucking insane you, like you can't defend that game it, and it's like sure it was playable i could press buttons and i mean i still would want to gouge my eyes out but but now with world it's just you can just walk past a bush press a and you just get everything on that spot without needing to stop you can keep running they it, they added like insects that you have like in a bag with you and basically they will hunt for the monster for you so all you have to do is explore and look for like footprints or like saliva and then give it to the flies and then they'll like search for you and it's a nice way marker for the player because they're like luminescent like bright green fireflies and they make a very clear path that you mm -hmm. can follow in old monster hunter none of that shit you just had to find it and then when you found it you had to use a garbage aiming system to throw a paintball that expires every 20 minutes and it doesn't have a timer so good fucking luck bud so so you would you would throw a paintball to mark the monster on your map so if it runs off of the area that, that then you can see it don't even get me fucking started about map areas <laughs> i don't even know i don't even know where to fucking begin with that that's i like i love the world and I know that everyone is a fuck- Anyone who is a fan of Monster Hunter World is like- I, They're like all- Sorry, not Monster Hunter World, but anybody who's like a Monster Hunter fan is always like, Yeah, the series is amazing, blah blah blah. But I've only played World, so I just assumed that they were all just good. Nope. That's abysmal. <laughs> yeah, World is the first good one. <laughs> Every other Monster Hunter is shit. <laughs> it's- really not good it's really not it, it it's because it started as like a psp game right yeah like a psp playstation 2 game so because of the memory limitations they had to break down the area into like eight segments that would individually load so when you go into segment one you it loads that and then you can explore that area for like everything you know in the game where the monster can knock you back five feet into the entrance to another zone. So then it loads in the zone that you were knocked back into. And then you have to go back to the zone you were previously in and wait another two minutes for the game to load. And then by then, the monster's left the zone. So you have to go into another one. And if your paintballs run out, then go fuck yourself. I'm just sorry. That sounds fucking abysmal. Yeah, it's not great. It's not. It's not great. Yeah, I don't. So See, the worst part is I was trying to think of a an example that would be as bad as that, but I don't even have one. Yeah. I have I have the opposite issue. I usually love a franchise that's pretty good, and then like one will come along that makes it so arguably terrible that pretty much everybody just bases it off of that one game, and they're like, it's trash, and it's like, no, <laughs> that's not fair, because Spyro rips, but. Oh. Spyro yes. Endless Night can go uh, for affinity fanfiction.net fuck itself. <laughs> oh hell yeah. I'm, I'm about that. Yeah, it's trash. That one that <laughs> game literally ruined the series. Like 
that came, they came out with Enter the Dragonfly. Whoa. That was like that was okay, pretty pretty true to the original three. But like, yeah, they were like, hey, here's a girl dragon, and also we're edgy now. And I'm like, oh no, the girl dragon is a Cinder. I don't remember. She she had a name. She did I think have it a was name. Cinder. All I remember is it breaks my heart. Um, and then again for Silent Hill, you know the franchise your girl's obsessed with. Um, Downpour for the PlayStation, trash. The worst thing. Yeah, we're yeah, it's not. It's... Like Homecoming Down... wasn't great, but like it was better than that. Yeah, the the thing you should never ever do with Silent Hill is give it a battle system. That's not <laughs> rocket science. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um with a fucking bullet, Monster Hunter. Yeah. Monster Hunter World. And every other Monster Hunter game now is infinitely better than the shit show we used to we used to have. Um I guess Sonic Mania. <laughs> yeah, Sonic well. Mania. Like, but why I... would why would you play any other Sonic game? Yeah, that's the truth. Oh um, god. Maybe Resident Evil uh, 5? Not 5, 6? No. 7. Whoa. Resident Evil 7. <laughs> Can you fucking imagine? Oh, uh, well, Ugh. 6 was a mixed a bag. <laughs> I would mess. say. No, six was trash. Five was, it played fun, but the story was terrible and it was inherently racist. And um, <laughs> well, like mean, four was, it? four was really good. Four well, was really four good. was like the legend. Oh yeah, but um, yeah. So it went like shit to five. It went tragic to six, and then they came out with seven, and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Seven was great because it took a hard turn back into like true horror. Yeah. Yeah, they Which were like, oh, we fucked up a good. lot. Let's fix this. Yeah. Yeah. Next week, I promise, will be better. <laughs> I'll have I'll have a coffee. I think it's because I ordered McDonald's. And by ordered, I meant I cried that I wanted McDonald's. And then my, love, my lovely partner decided to leave the house to get me McDonald's. Which is like true love. Like true love. if you would enable my bullshit like that, like man, that they're not leaving. They're not escaping. Like, <laughs> escaping. like, like they're locked in. They, they can't get to, out of this now. They tried to use the Pokemon Run feature, and it said could not run from the battle. <laughs> you can't, couldn't couldn't escape. That's me. Uh, I really wanted uh, milk tea at probably 8pm yesterday, so I ordered it off Uber Eats like some kind of fucking idiot, Yeah. and uh, <laughs> it was like, oh, it'll be there in an hour, and I was like, okay, 9 o'clock, bubble tea, sounds great, we're gonna do it. At 10.30, I got a message being like, your order has been delivered, and I was like, what? So I went downstairs what? thinking they had just cancelled it. There was nothing. I tried to look at anything, could not figure it out, had to uh, claim a refund, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I thought it had been cancelled. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that has happened to me, where the I see the driver get the order, and then I guess they saw that it was a slap in order, because they were just like, yeah, delivered that shit, alright, see you later. And I'm like, all right, where's my food? Yeah, yeah, 110. So, um... Hundo P. Yeah, fuck that. For real. For real, for real. I, like, can, I, I'm good with wasting my money. I do that on a daily basis. But wasting my time? That's too yeah. much. That's fair. Hey, sorry, speaking of, um... This is related to something that happened 20 minutes ago. I'm so sorry. Uh, as part of your getting ripped fitness journey, my sister recently brought me on to this app called uh, Fit On. And uh, if you haven't heard of it, 
you download yep. it and it'll help you basically like you tell it what you want to do and then you give it all the specifics and then it just gives you a bunch of videos and it's like hey here are like a 10 minute video here's a 20 minute video good for stretching good for high impact here for this so um i used i used it today and i got a good video for stretching and uh moving around after sitting down all day at a computer and it really helped it was really nice that sounds awesome and like an applicable product for the core demographic of our <laughs> listeners who I assume are lazy pieces of shit just like us that just draw and do nerd shit like play video game it's good because you can set it up so that you do it every day at a specific time like it'll hold you accountable but you also set That's your great. own goals and if you don't want to be held accountable, but you just want something quickly that you can be like, I need a good video to move alongside of, you can do that too. It's great. It's really nice. I'm going to use it for the next two weeks, because that's my goal. Hell yeah. I can't wait to see you in person. And then we'll be... And you'll be like a hundred pounds like pure... <laughs> pure muscle... Just bursting out of your shirt. I wish. You'll be like a... Like a cartoon macho caricature. I don't know. I don't know about my muscle journey. Because I gotta be honest, I'm having a weird... I'm having a hard time about my... My femininity and my gender identity. So I'm, I'm really not sure where I want to go with my body. You know? Ain't that just the way? Yeah. Gender is fluid. Gender is fluid. And we as humans are ever-changing. Hmm. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it great? Isn't it great and interesting that we as humans are constantly evolving and changing? I mean, if if we weren't, we'd be boring as fuck. It's true. Thanks so much for listening to the Hot Podcast. This has been episode 23 with your hosts, Trucy Woosie and Maggie Baggy. So uh, tune in next week when we're a little bit more high energy and we have some more news and you get to listen to us ramble on about our fucking whatever. Until then, these have been your chefs and get the fuck out of my restaurant. Gender is fake. Defund the police. <laughs> A cab. A, A cab. <laughs> <laughs>